Hello and welcome to Divots, Lawns, and Life podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Jones. There's your favorite intro music, royalty-free intro music. Uh, on this episode, I want to talk about irrigation again. It seems to be a, a, something that I see a lot of problems in and, and just trying to help educate people as to what you basically need to look at when um, the components of it and you know the issues I see that I, I think if people listen to this that, that will help them maybe solve some of their their own problems um, so the components of it you have a timer uh, somewhere typically if you're not turning it on manually um, there's a valve that has an electric solenoid those those valves are 24 volts um, so basically that controller sends a signal to that that solenoid that's on the valve opens it up and while it's open you know water's coming out of the valve and then flowing to the sprinkler heads or the, the drip emitters um, what I see a lot of is and I've seen a lot a lot of times over the years um, seen a lot of people that really care about their landscape and their their plants and their their grass and they want them to be as healthy as they can they should it's a, um, a landscaping a, a property uh, is an expensive it's expensive plants once you lose plants for whatever reason it's expensive to usually have somebody come out and get rid of them and then it's going to be expensive to replace them um, so watering them properly and taking care of them properly is important. Uh, a lot of times I could see, you know, you drive through certain neighborhoods. As, as neighborhoods get older, you can see there's just not any, uh, there's not much landscaping left. And you go to newer neighborhoods and, you know, they all have fresh new landscaping. Now getting that, those plants to a level to where they're mature all the plants out here basically the people are planting are going to be should be you know acclimated to this climate to where uh, if you water them properly and do things properly they'll survive there's no there's no reason why anybody should plant something in this in whatever climate you're in to where it doesn't have a chance to survive that's just you know a waste of money but once your plants get there are certain stages at a new home they need to be watered more frequently uh, at a an older home where the plants are more mature they don't need to be watered as frequently but what I would say is as irrigation systems get older they need to just be checked out and make sure that they're functioning properly and there's a lot of things, a lot of reasons why they may not be functioning properly. And, you know, uh, you got bicarbonates in the, in, the, uh, in the water and they start plugging up emitters and plugging up the tubing and a lot of certain little things like that that might cause issues with, with the irrigation system running properly. And go back to what I was saying, what I've seen a lot lately is 
once those problems start rising to where the the system isn't running or operating the way it was intended because of age, uh, that the water just gets turned up more or water more frequently. Um, I've got a problem with that because one, if you start watering more frequently, you're, that's not good for the health of your, your plants. Uh, especially where we live out here in the desert, uh, overwatering plants will kill them. Uh, they're not meant to, to stay that wet, whether you got succulents, cactus, uh, almost any, uh, any plants out here in the desert, uh, the overwatering them will, will kill them. Uh, you want to water them as they get mature. Uh, every couple of weeks is fine on, on watering plants. Um, if you can get your system to where you go check on it and everything is functioning properly and you're just looking at your plants, hey, these, these plants aren't dry. A lot of times I see so many places where the plants are, they are getting overwatered by, I, I mean, to be as healthy as, as they want to be, uh, four or five times as much water as what they need to be healthy. Uh, and eventually that, that will kill those plants. Uh, it's going to make them grow a lot more rapidly. Uh, they're going to be uh, prone to disease when they stay that wet. Uh, they're not as, they're not as tough whenever they're being overwatered. Uh, so what, what happens that I'm seeing is as the system gets older and becomes less efficient, that the water just gets doubled or tripled or quadrupled to the amount of times we're watering to make sure that everything is getting water. Um, when you look at that, if, if that's a long-term plan, that it would be in your better judgment to have someone come out, a skilled irrigator, come out, run through the system, repair the system, get everything irrigating the way it's supposed to be irrigating, and then start fresh right you don't you, you probably don't it's not like you need to put a new system in uh, you just need a clean thing and make sure everything is watering the way it's supposed to be watering and then turn the water back to the way it is supposed to be watering and have the confidence that uh, your plants and shrubs and uh, are getting water getting the amount of water that they need uh, like i said you can you can have a, uh, a skilled irrigator come out, you know, for, a, you know, a couple of hundred dollars, come out and run through everything and repair everything you need repaired to have it efficient. Or you can continue to do the death by a thousand cuts to where, <laughs> you know, putting three or four times as much water as what they need and 
that money's not coming back. Uh, you're killing your plants. You're going to lose them by doing that. So then, you know, that money's going to add up. But you can see where I'm going with this. Not only are you saving water and being, you know, water conservationist, uh, you, you're also, you know, having a, a healthier. And, and, and another thing is over, over watering your plants, they're going to grow faster. You have to trim them more often. So you can save money by getting your irrigation system operating properly you will be able to save money on how much you have to trim them, how much money you're spending in your water bill, how much money you're going to spend on removal and replacement of plants once they die from being overwatered. Uh, now, there'll be people out there that say, well, won't they die if you underwater? Well, with desert plants, that they are made to go through stretches uh, to where there's a drought to where there's a drought event to where they don't get water. If you're paying attention, uh, you're you're not going to kill your plants without with with lack of water. Uh, that's why it's important to have your irrigation system to where you know that it's functioning properly, that everything's functioning properly. You know what they also have is. They have smart irrigation controllers now, which I think would be a great investment for, for people. Uh, that gives you a lot easier. A lot of these irrigation controllers that they made back in the days for residential, um, it was, you know, they're, they're not the easiest things to program and, and understand what's going on. They, you know, they're, they're not. Uh, every one of them is different. There's no standard. Uh, you know, it's it, almost everyone I meet, people are, are, are kind of scared of them to make sure your water doesn't get turned off and is it, is it set in the right position. And those, those irrigation controllers need to be adjusted during the year to where, depending on how much water, you know, your plants need. You know, you don't need the same amount of water on, on, on plants anywhere, desert plants, in December, you know, November, December, January, February, March. You don't need the same amount of water then. You could basically turn your water off on desert plants at that time of the year. And then, you know, but compared to... Uh, May, June, July, August. Well, they need to be getting watered once a week really well, deep and infrequent though, you know. And unless you have an irrigation system, or unless you have plants in your yard that are less than a year old, you don't need to be irrigating with drip irrigation more than once a week, tops. Uh, a lot of times people just feel like the confidence. I've worked at golf course for a long time, worked around a lot of people, and some people had confidence that it made them feel better if stuff was wet instead of dry. I understand. I've been around it for a long time, but uh, when the, the basic understanding is 
if you continue to overwater them, you're going to shorten their life cycle immensely. Uh, I've seen a lot more desert plants die because they were too wet and then that were too dry. Uh, so once you get those established, the, the plants and the shrubs and the trees in your yard, that uh, they're only getting watered, you know, once a week, no matter what time of the year. But I think by using a, a smart controller and investing in a smart controller and having it installed, and they wouldn't, you know, they don't take, they're not difficult to install. Now you get on your phone and it's easy to, it's easy to operate, a lot easier to operate than the ones that have been in houses now or have been installed over the last 20, 30 years in homes. Um, to where you can pull it up and and swipe it on your phone and actually turn on the turn on the um, the plants. But I really think those those couple of things, you know, smart controller, making sure that your gauge system is functioning properly, and having somebody to go to who you know you can ask questions to is knowledgeable in how things work. Um, that those things will pay for themselves basically. I mean, in the water savings, it pays for itself. Uh, the peace of mind and the learning, you know, how uh, of what you need to look at and how often you need to water, that part of it, that enjoyment of it, to to be able to have control over your your system, I, I think that's worth worth the money invested too. Um, so. Just looking at those things with, you know, the light and frequent watering. One thing I didn't talk about, the light and frequent watering on, on plants is you get a buildup of, of salt. You got salts in the water. If you just, you know, um, light watering on, on plants that you put a little bit of water, the water goes into the ground or evaporates, what's left? salts you see it there's all different types of salt it doesn't have to necessarily be you know sodium chloride like table salt but you get a buildup of, of sodium and sodium of salts uh, in the root zone there on plants and those will damage the plants also you know I went out running this morning I I went running around the commercial area up here by our house and and I go looking around and I'm just paying attention to how things are watering and, and you can tell how often the plants water just by how much salt's around them uh, from the irrigation drying up. You see plants where the plants are gone and the drip hose is still there and it's still watering, it's not plugged up. Either, either put a plant back in where the emitter was or plug it and bury it. Uh, it frustrates me to go see where people have, you know, a drip hose that's just running and there's nothing there. It's just, you know, it's throwing away. You just look at it and you just money, 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 throwing it away, throwing away, you know, precious resource too. Um, but when you're looking at, at how deep 
how much water do you need to put on a plant? Um, I always looked at it like this, that, that say, a, um, well, when you have new plants that are small, what they will do is they'll put the drip emitter running right to the plant. As the plant gets bigger, the drip emitter needs to be moved out away from the plant out to where the edge of the the root zone is for the plant. Most of the time this doesn't happen because uh, it's it's maintenance. Uh, you know, it's it's not it's typically not part of your normal have a landscaper guy come over and do things. It's it's not type it's not part of that procedure. Uh, and by leaving that drip emitter right next to the plant where it's dumping water on there and it's watering too much, well what's it doing? The the trunk of that stem or trunk of that shrub or bush or tree, it's staying it's staying wet. You're watering frequently. Um it's putting the water in the wrong place on the plant. So it needs to be moved out away from the plant to the edge of the root zone. Um, but this typically isn't part of your normal landscaping. Um, it takes it takes a little bit of time. Um, it's not it's typically not not part of of the normal maintenance of, of taking care of someone's property. It's a different it takes a different skill set. It takes a different, it takes a little bit, you know, more time than, you know, trimming the bushes and, um, and cleaning everything up. So it, it doesn't happen. Um, you see it all over the place and it doesn't, it only, this is, these are small things that only need to happen once a year, uh, but they still need to happen to, like I said, ensure that your plants, your trees, your bush, all of this stuff is taken care of to where it can um, it can survive long term. And that's what I'm talking. That's why I brought that up today. Was I've seen it, you know, quite a few times and. I wanted to talk about it because in my opinion it's a big it's a big issue out there and um, you know I just wanted to uh, I'll put a picture or two up on on uh, the uh, the lawn the lawn part I took a couple pictures this morning and I'll, I'll put it up on the uh, the lawn part of um, the divots lawns and life.com blog there of, of what i'm talking about on as far as the drip goes but thank you for listening um you can check it out www.divotslawnsandlife.com thank you for listening